We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another Stay Hot live stream. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always, by one of my favorite co-hosts of all time in Theo Ash. Matthew Sponauer is sick, I fear. He has the flu. So get well soon, Matt. Everyone go DM Matt, DM him. Get well soon. Yeah, his <laughs> phone number is... Uh, <laughs> go text him. Actually, text give him a call. Uh, <laughs> call Matt and tell him to get well soon. No, <laughs> he but, would uh, love that. <laughs> yeah, FaceTime him. Uh, but uh, <laughs> no, but... Yeah, it'll just be us two today. And uh, yeah, we're going to talk about some football. Theo, I don't know if you want to talk any more about the World Cup. I don't know if you've watched any since. Got Morocco. Got. And behind me, the Portugal or game USA is going. And out. I haven't been paying that close of attention. It's just on in the background. And I see that they're up 5-1 because yeah. they uh, benched Ronaldo. But I think the main news is two minutes ago, Baker Mayfield became an L.A. Ram. Sad. Oh, did he? I didn't. Did that just happen? It happened two minutes ago. Oh, that's crazy. I. It's actually crazy. I don't. I remember the time Theo leaked his number. No, you don't, man. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the Rams stink and their yeah. quarterbacks are terrible. Like, I was watching Bryce Perkins the other day and I. Don't know how else to describe his release other than if someone tried to like animate Aaron Rodgers' release from memory, where he just kind of like <laughs> away with the wrist flick. With Rodgers, it's it's beautiful, and um, with per- Perkins, like tries to do it, but it just looks completely gross and it's totally inaccurate. And then like Wolford is also terrible. So to like field a somewhat competitive team, I get trading for Baker because Baker is off. Like he is awful just right. completely terrible but um no he is he's really bad at least he's we we said before he joined the panthers where we were like well at least he's better than darnold and he's not he's worse than darnold but i will say and i'm confident at least he's better than bryce P- perkins and a wolford so i, 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 the I Rams figured are, i figured someone would go out like he is not the worst quarterback in the league right now like he'd he'd be better than Kyle Allen. He'd be better than he probably would be better than uh, was it Brock Purdy? No, I would take Brock Purdy over. Baker. Really, after oh, yeah. one game sample size, you're taking Brock Purdy. Baker's terrible. Baker Bro, after, is after a one game sample shit. size of Baker Mayfield, everyone thought he was like the goat. Right, not me. <laughs> you weren't fooled after the Jets game, man. No, I wasn't. I was. I wasn't fooled at all. But um, yeah. I mean, Baker can't do anything like good enough at a starting level. Like his arm is not that good. Uh, his mechanics are like just terrible. His footwork, his mechanics, he is completely lost. Yeah. Um, but so is Bryce Perkins and John Wolford, right? Like <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the Rams are trying to avoid being the worst team of all time, right? Because they have no cup. They have 
Donald's banged up. Their line is totally banged up. Stafford's banged up. Like I legitimately think this team is um, like pretty close to being the worst roster top to bottom in like that I've ever seen. (laughs) Yeah. But I mean, that's so people are just trying to, they're just people. People would not be surprised. No one was, no one would be surprised had they lost the Super Bowl and this is what they look like now. Right, because that's kind of the idea. Is like, oh, you lose the Super Bowl, Super Bowl hangover. I mean, I'm surprised but, they're this bad. I mean, yeah, you you said they'd go eight and nine, but like, right? I thought they'd have a losing record, but this is. I wouldn't think they'd be like the worst roster that. that I've ever looked at. But like, injury injuries is a whole nother thing. But like, for they were they were a team that went all in last year. They won their Super Bowl, right? I mean, this is the repercussions of that, right? To an extreme level, but right. like. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It is. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, and Baker, you know, had some decent seasons in Stefanski's scheme, right? Where it's a lot of play action. They helped out a lot and, and McVay can maybe do some of the same things, right? I thought that it was a bad scheme fit in Carolina because a lot of what Ben McAdoo wants to do, like, he's not going to help you out with play action. He wants to kind of spread you out a little bit, pick the right thing, pre-snap, hit the top of your drop, get it out on time accurately, uh, right. And that's just not what Baker wants to do. Right. Baker is not accurate. His footwork's all over the place, which causes bad misses. He's not particularly smart when it comes to reading things out. He's not a good decision maker. If you make things like absolutely easy for him and, and, you know, play action, get the linebackers sucked up. And then like, he's kind of on the move and, yeah. you know, there's, there's something open down the field, like he'll be aggressive and he'll try to hit it. And that was a decent scheme for him. And, and maybe they can do something more similar to that in, um, uh, in, in LA. But the main point of this is just to be like, have some sort of hope because in, in their current state, they, they just don't. Yeah. Someone was going to take a shot at Baker. Someone was going to do it. The Rams make sense. I thought the Niners would have made some sense, even if they were, they needed a body in there. They ended up getting uh Josh Johnson. Um, they just needed yeah. like some, they just needed someone cause they're on their last, their last legs right now. I thought Purdy was really good in that. Like, we'll see. Yeah, but like, okay, Mike White was good in his first game. Like, Mike White wasn't that bad in his second game either. But I, like, I don't know, man. It's Mike White. I don't know if they're still Super Bowl contenders, but if Brock Purdy, they just, they literally did all the same things they did with Jimmy G, yeah. right? They did all the same things. And he was under a lot of pressure. Obviously, those Dolphins fronts have given young quarterbacks hell right over the past um couple years they've they've resulted in a couple disaster classes for young quarterbacks just because there's free runners and it's you know you got to make really quick decisions when you're up against that kind of pressure so i was uh, impressed with purdy i honestly think that he can be okay the rest of the way Um, i'm sure he can be fine i I just think like at, at some like when how much tape do these guys, they have one game now of tape on him, right? Coming into that game, no one's game planning for Brock Purdy. So all he has, if he can come in and just have like an ounce of confidence to just like chuck it and just like not be gun shy with the football, he can have a solid game going forward. He's going to, it's going to have to be well, a little just bit Garoppolo. more. He deliberate. just played exactly like Garoppolo. You have tape on Garoppolo. You have tape on the, on the 49ers offense. It's an, I don't think Purdy does anything like, that crazy where it's like well on tape there's this huge he just is garoppolo right he just played like garoppolo so like it's not like it's not like their offense changed when when purdy came out it's not like all of a sudden you've got to worry about something completely different than what you were worried about before all of a sudden they're calling the game completely different because there's a new quarterback in and you weren't prepared and all of a sudden all your fronts are meant to do one thing, but now they're running outside or something like that. Like that's, that's not the way it went. They just literally were doing all the same things. Their game plan shouldn't have been affected. Uh, and yeah, I, I think if you couldn't defend the, the 49ers before, like, and who maybe he'll just make a bunch of stupid decisions. Who knows if he'll look that good, but like, I just don't think it's that hard, like to, to play in these McVay's like Tua, his job's not hard. Tua yeah. is not that talented. His job's not hard. And he's like, somewhat good he has one strength and that's like getting the ball out on time and accurately right like he can do at least that anything beyond that maybe not but he can do that you can design a super efficient offense around it jimmy garoppolo he has one strength 
he has the fastest release like ever right <laughs> yeah him That's and all Brady, that it's like <laughs> even, even like from a clean pocket when he wasn't like sabotaging the offense Zach Wilson like from a clean pocket was up there in terms of clean pocket quarterbacks right and Zach Wilson doesn't even have any strengths and he was still able to do that right um Jared Goff in 2018 I don't even know what his yeah. his strength is like being mid at everything <laughs> it's the same fine. deal right so it's not it's just not that difficult for me to envision a, a an offense like that being okay you know as long as the quarterback is better than like who's the guy who's the Dolphins like third string um uh Skyler, Skyler Thompson. Thompson as long as he's better than like <laughs> Skyler Thompson you'll be okay I guess that's fair Very yeah, Skyler Thompson bar. like that game was they played against the Jets and it was like 17 to 19 going into the fourth quarter against a really good defense and then then he fell apart in the last leg of it so I don't know Remember when Bladen compared Baker to Luca I wish I didn't man <laughs> Wish I didn't remember that. You gotta you say no, that didn't happen. That didn't happen, actually. Uh that was a that was a fake that was some fake news. That's what that was. No, but uh Theo, did you get to watch some of the Monday night game? Not too much of it, honestly. <laughs> I was I was really invested towards the end because we have Rashad White on our fantasy team. That's right. And we, we needed like five points to win. And he barely got it. And then or he like barely had it. And then he scored the game winning touchdown. Are we in the, the fantasy playoffs? Playoffs start week 15. Uh, currently, as the league stands, we are... Oh, I don't think the standings have updated yet. Um... Oh, okay, no, they have. We are... Eighth, but but there's three teams ahead of us that were one game behind. So if we win and two of them lose, then we'll be in the playoffs. Okay, we'll see. We don't control It'll, our own destiny. I'm so mad in our dynasty league. Right? Bladen is technically in this league, but he has not checked all year. He's two, <laughs> two I've been. That's the one the I'm just like not invested in right now. Yeah, I'm in that league and I'm third in points scored in our dynasty league. So one would think I would be good, right? Since I'm third out of like 14 teams in scoring. Mm -hmm. No, I'm out of the playoffs. I'm the nine seed. I have a losing record. I've been getting, getting hosed in this dynasty league. And in my other league, I'm in, th I guess two, I mean three, I guess. And, um, in one more, I thought I was going to miss the playoffs. I was playing in the first place game in week 11 for, for literally the best record in the league. I lost that by 0.1 points. And then like three weeks later, I was this close, like literally fractions of a point away from missing the playoffs. So I'm just getting completely hosed in, in all the leagues that I'm in. Okay. That's yeah, just stay, so unfortunate. The stay hot teams had some really rough stretches with injuries and stuff. Um, Mike Williams has been out for most of the year. Uh, we have D hop back. So hopefully, hopefully he can save us. Hopefully he can save us. We are projected, I think to win this week. Okay. Yeah, yeah so that's, we'll see. We're, we're projected to win. And then the other teams that we need to lose, uh, currently, it one doesn't them, really matter. One of them is projected. Well, one of them is projected to lose. The another is close. Like it's like very. It's, All right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. If we're gonna, we got to talk about the Heisman finalists, and oh, we've got to rip them. To how shreds. it's all quarterbacks. It's what Matt would have wanted. Um, but he's not <laughs> here. I wish he was here to do it himself. I'm sure. I'm, yeah. I'll ask him about it on the on the podcast on Sunday. Or Monday, or yeah, or tomorrow, Wednesday, yeah, um, tomorrow. We'll no, we'll we'll have a full discussion on it tomorrow, I'm sure. But, but uh, it's, it's just awful. It's it's heartbreaking. It just <laughs> makes me so sad to see four quarterbacks, and it in the social media era 
we should be better than this. There's no excuse because there's we see every stat we could want is there. Every highlight we right. want, we've all seen them. We all know like who is good and who is not, right? We've grew we should be past the point where like, oh, winning is a quarterback stat. Every stat is all yes. a quarterback stat. It's just all so quarterback based because they're marketable, I guess. And like so much dialogue, what social media should have done is like in, help the dialogue. Like everyone has all the access to all the information and what it has become is just people like arguing about quarterbacks so much that that's just what dominates when it should be like, it made us all dumber instead of what it should have done is make us all smarter. Right. The only quarterback that deserves to be there is Caleb Williams. I'm 100% okay. convinced of this. Um, yes. Duggar, like whatever. Sure. But like, I don't even think Duggar Duggan uh, needed to really be there. I think like, Clearly, Caleb Williams is the best quarterback in the country He's right now. Like, thrown thirty-seven and four. Like, <laughs> clearly, he is the best. Yeah, right. So, I think that he should have been there. I think Marvin Harrison should have been there. Like, he is obviously incredibly outstanding. Like, the best player on that offense. Everyone knows this. This is not something that like it would be a hot take or something we haven't seen on social media. Everyone knows Marvin Harrison is like one of the best players in the country, one of the best wide receiver prospects that we've seen. And being a good prospect doesn't necessarily come into it, but um, like everyone knows that he's crazy special. And like Corum, Cor like put Corum in there or the running back from Illinois or like, I don't know, but there's plenty of other positions, other like Stetson Bennett, like fucking think. Does anyone actually believe that? Like who no. believes that? No I one. just don't understand um what why why only this Heisman committee believes that because <laughs> no and no one with any common sense does it's crazy it's it's super disappointing it is i i i saw some people talking uh on twitter you know yesterday about it really is like ridiculously crazy how Charles Woodson won Heisman. Like that is my deserved it. Like That's, it wasn't, but it's like, not even like that crazy. It, it shouldn't about. be crazy. But like the fact that he was able to, to be so dominant to sway that way of thinking to win a Heisman unreal. Same with Devante last year or not two years ago. Two years ago. But yeah. like the fact that he was able to, because normally as a receiver, you have that good of a season. They usually just give it to your quarterback. Right. Right. Because he's the one throwing you the ball. The fact that right. he was able to be so good that they were like, he's actually, he is actually better than Mac Jones. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know. And, and even two years ago, they were smarter than they are now. I, I, I just don't understand. I don't, this could have been a perfectly fine Heisman race. Or why does there need to be four? Like, if you wanted it to be Duggan and because one of these guys clearly doesn't belong, like Stroud, Williams, and Duggan, like fine. All right. They had great seasons. They're clearly very like talented. The they're clearly some of the best college players in the country. Okay. Maybe they, they're not like top three. They're clearly like they're not top three, but you can see them being in the conversation. Just invite those guys though. Like why is Stetson Bennett even there? Like who gives a shit? Like no one wants. <laughs> I hope he I hope he wins at this point just because it would be funny. But He's like an econ major. I I Yeah. Like if Will Anderson had 31 tackles for loss like he did last year. Like, yeah, Will Anderson last year he kind of snuck up on people, I think, because he has a boring name and he plays defensive end. Um, like yeah. people weren't really paying attention to him at all like, last season. This year he wasn't quite as productive. Um, so he I don't even think Will Anderson deserved a Heisman nod this year. I really don't know if any defensive players had that kind of season. But like, yeah, last year, certainly Will Anderson was one of the best and most productive players in the country. So I, and he wasn't nominated. Aiden Hutchinson was, um, which was good. But yeah. I don't know. I, I have no idea what the problem was. Yeah, it's, like you said, it's heartbreaking. And just, uh, anyone like, who defends it too, like I know Matt was tweeting about it and people were like, well, you need to take winning into account. 
No, wait, wait, where does it say that in the Heisman like description of who it's like literally just is, the most outstanding player? Yeah, this is the right? thing. Is, they, is, this is not the MVP. This should be this an not easy. MVP. This should be easy, right? MVP, I can understand, can be a little bit dicey. It can be a little bit tricky. I, I right. get that. This should be easy. Like you should be able to pull up a box score and just be like, what, who has the most ridiculous Who's having, who's having a 1500 yard receiving season? Who's rushing for 1600 yards? Who's going to have, who's close to breaking records? Right. Exactly. Like, there's like should be people easy. in like Matt's comment section are like, well, you need to take positional value into account. Like, no, you fucking don't, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need to take positional value. Like, oh, yes, uh, a linebacker can never be one of the best players in college football. Like what? Yes, they can. Obviously they can. A defensive <laughs> yeah. tackle can never. Yes, they can. If they have the season to do it, absolutely right. they should. It should not everything. Oh my God. Quarterback, 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 Bailey Zappi quarterback, should have won Heisman last in the year. NFL, That's not a bad take. Bro, Bailey Zappi shattered records last year. Bailey Zappi didn't need to be in the Heisman conversation. Why? Last year because he played in the f- group <laughs> of five. Nobody I played in the group of five. Don't care. He's not one of the best players. In, if he was one of the best college football players, he'd be in a Power Five conference, right? Nah, he, he their backups it. at Georgia were probably better than Bailey's happy. <laughs> don't like, talk about don't talk it. about the the best quarterback in New England like that. Yeah, Stetson over, but yeah, Robinson. Like I don't know, Quorum, Quorum. Like I get that he missed like the last game, but. I mean, he was still pretty fantastic for the rest of it. There were like three running backs in the Big Ten who probably could have gotten it. Um, the Big Ten honestly had most of the contenders, I feel like. Like, there are three great running backs. Yep. There was Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, I don't know. Stroud. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it was, it's stupid. It's stupid. And not everyone on every playoff team needs, has the best player in the country. It's, right. it's like offensive player of the year this year. It's probably Tyree Kill. Does that mean the Dolphins are the best team in the league? No. But, you know, if you were to do the most outstanding football players this year, like NFL players, if there was NFL Heisman, it probably wouldn't even go. To, I don't even think any quarterbacks are having the type of season that maybe even deserve that. It would probably be Hill or. Jefferson. Yeah, maybe like you'd put Bosa in the conversations, you'd put whatever. But yeah, it's JJ McCarthy. Yeah, Michigan got snubbed, but um, <laughs> <laughs> JJ McCarthy. Good lord. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm surprised he was probably fifth in in Heisman voting. Honestly, he was probably number five. I'm not sure if you can look at the full of the results, but I'm sure JJ McCarthy got like a decent amount of votes because he was the quarterback on a undefeated team. Um, but yeah, it's, it's stupid. It's incredibly dumb. It's incredibly dumb. So yeah, hopefully Caleb Williams wins because he's the one guy there where it's like, yeah, that, that guy jumps off the screen as like an incredible player all the time. He's the only one of the four that does that to me. So yeah. I did not yeah. watch. Okay, I glanced at the Portugal game. I was I was working on my on on looking at some Dolphins stuff. So I did not watch it. I saw that they won five one though, and I saw that Ronaldo got benched. So, um, yeah. Um, now Jay I Leno cannot find the full. I was I'm trying to find the full list. I can't. Can they just send the natty to Georgia already? Yeah, that's. Nah, send Probably it to the, the send it send it to Columbus, Ohio, baby. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Williams will it's win. I on. hope so. I think Williams will win. Thoughts on Fields this week? Uh, I only watched the fourth quarter of the Packers game because uh, we, I was watching the Deshaun Watson debut, and I was watching Eagles Titans, so I wasn't paying too close of attention for most of it and when i turned on the game fields through two picks at the end so but he, he seemed to this be playing is... well before that and he seemed to be playing efficiently it, uh, i saw a couple plays his quick game is kind of where he needs to improve the most he's not someone who's going to hit the top of his drop and get the ball out like <laughs> almost ever he's going to run around and then he's going to get the ball out which is fine if you're completing it but it's a bit more sustainable to do some more quick game stuff and it seemed yeah. like he was doing a little bit more of that in this game so that was good the, I mean, Fields, I mean, he went 20 for 25, which is pretty damn good. 
Mm-hmm. But the big thing that you just have to worry about right now is, you know, he does all these high level things. We talk about he does the hard things really well, um, but he has to get better at the easy things. He's also still prone to these like catastrophic mistakes, right? And that that are costing them games a lot of times. And until he cleans those up, you know, you're not you're not really going to see. You know, a whole right to be success. a Super Bowl winning quarterback, you can't have those mistakes. You, you you know, it's one game and you go home. You need to be someone who for through four games. That's why you'd almost rather have like a game manager than someone who, right. like, is like I I, I can I, see I, the vision to right. being like, well, I just want a game manager. But also, the Bears don't have any weapons, so I can't completely blame Fields because he could also be in the mindset of like who the fuck am I supposed to trust on this field to make a play for me? I have to be the one to make the play all the time. Right. No, it's definitely not all his fault. I mean, he has no weapons, but I don't know. I thought he played fine. I thought he played fine until the end. And, and he's had some bad moments at the end of games recently. And, you know, he doesn't have too much to help him out. Right. Like he's just, you know, it's it, like you said, Bladen, there's not many weapons, but um, yeah, I just got to clean up kind of the, the, the hero ball a little bit. And uh, yeah, I mean, even guys like Lamar Jackson, he, he plays in structure more than Fields does, right? He's, yeah. he's more he's a more cerebral quarterback than Fields at this point. Other like really high end, like talented quarterbacks like Josh Allen does a lot of the a lot of the crazy hero ball stuff. But at this point, like you saw the first game against the Steelers, he was getting the ball out like this over and over again with perfect accuracy, right? He's capable of being a little of being someone who can just be a distributor as well as the, the big play stuff. So yeah, that's the thing with fields. And I thought we saw it a little bit more, but still, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. He needs to get a little bit like, again, the end of game decisions, maybe they could have won if he doesn't throw those picks at, towards the right. end. But, um, yeah, they were they were winning for a large portion of the game. They were. It was nineteen to ten. But sadly, the Bears will never <laughs> lose to the Packers. Did I? Who did I lock? I locked the Packers. You locked the Packers, and Matt locked the Browns. Did you lock the Seahawks? Yes, I did. Yeah, you went Packers. Then Matt went Cowboys. Then I went Ravens. Then you went Seahawks, and Matt went Browns. All of the locks hit this week. I think is that the first time this that's happened. I think that's year? probably the first time that that's happened. <laughs> that all of our locks hit. Talk about Garrett oh. Wilson's 162 yard master class. Yeah, I mean that guy's amazing. He is. He's, no, he's he's freak. Odell Beckham. He's Jamar Chase. He's ama- like he is a super duper star, and we I this. think will be <laughs> a top ten wide receiver extremely soon. Like we're we're kind of getting to that point. I, he's almost like Waddle a little bit last year, where I don't think Waddle was like necessarily a top ten receiver last year, but that he, he is now, but he was super electric and set this record for he's, he's like waddle to me. Um, yeah, he, he's incredible. He, he's, I mean, this stuff he does after the catch is so is so and Olave is great too. Like the two of them, it's a great receiver class. London's very good. Yeah. Um, London had a pretty good game. I think he had what did he had 98 yards against the Steelers or was that the week before? Uh, 95. But. 95 yeah so he's good obviously Olave is good Burks is really good I mean it's a it's an insane wide receiver class that but Burks catch was insane that was oh nuts. my god but um yeah I, I definitely feel like um Wilson's the best of the bunch and I think that he's yeah. gonna be I I think he's gonna get in that tier one one of these days I think like one of these days he's gonna be looked at like we're gonna talk about him and Justin Jefferson and um Tyreek Hill and and Stefan Diggs. I think he's that electric. I don't know if Olave has that type of ceiling. He's incredible, but he might I I think he might be kind of that locket like in the yeah. 10 to 15 range where he's Lockett Lockett's amazing. Lockett's an amazing player, an amazing player. Um, but I think that <laughs> Garrett Wilson is just <laughs> when when you said you said this like a couple episodes ago, that like Lockett just falls down after the catch. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that he does it. Every single play. Oh yeah, that's not my. There was a whole video about it. Of <laughs> it's like hilarious this year. He does not put his body in harm's way, which Olave will. I mean, Olave's gotten like murdered three times this year at least. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Um, no, a lot of it, yeah, he's get he gets like knocked out every single week. Jameson Williams proved you wrong. What did I do? I'm not a Jameson Williams hater. No, you're he, he's the Swift hater. <laughs> yeah, Swift is who I don't like. Um on the I mean, I didn't have Jameson as like wide receiver one or anything. I think I had Burks and London and and Wilson above him. But then I think I I mean I had him as like a first round pick and all that. So yeah. yeah, but uh, no, oh, it sucks that Matt's not here. We don't get we with <laughs> the tie, the tie. This was we, a good tie because I think it helps the Packers that neither of those teams won. I think the Packers still have a chance. I think the Packers the still playoffs? have a small non-zero chance. They have to win out, but their schedule is not impossible. It's the Lions, it's the Rams, it's the Dolphins, and it's the Vikings. Obviously, okay. the Dolphins yeah, and Vikings are quite good. Yeah. But the you can Lions beat the Rams. Are, you can beat the Rams. For you can beat sure. the Rams, and then you've got Lions, Dolphins, and Vikings, and those will be difficult. Yeah. But it's not impossible. And if you do that, you need Washington to lose, and their schedule is tough. And like you need New York to lose one more game. So I don't know. We'll see. I I, I think it's possible. I think there's a small chance. I don't think it's likely at all. But yeah. Yeah, currently you're behind Atlanta, Detroit, and Washington. Mm-hmm. Yes, so, it sucks being wait. The, well, the Rams drafted Bateman not Seattle. that long ago, and Bateman's good. He's just hurt all the time. Why yeah. am I letting myself get suckered in again? I mean, I don't think they'll do it. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. <laughs> letting yourself get suckered. It's like no, no, Theo. I need Craig so Roman out of my life. Don't worry, the Stanford job will save you. The the Packers and Browns are pretty much in the exact same spot as far as like what they need to happen to make the playoffs. Because the Browns yeah. are uh, behind the Raiders, Chargers, Patriots, and Jets, and it's like uh, it's not unthinkable that they could sneak in, but. Yeah, the remaining schedule is like we have the Bengals this week, the Ravens next week, then we have Saints Commanders. But the Commanders just for whatever reason keep winning football games or keep not losing football games, I should say at least. I'm so ready for Tanner Morgan to leave me. He's still there. Wait, I didn't what? Know Tanner Morgan was still in Minnesota. <laughs> I thought he went to I thought he came out last year. <laughs> I just remember I, I just remember watching him when I uh, went to the Minnesota game because I was like I feel like I should like know who some of these guys are so I just like pulled up the the tape on it was Tanner Morgan um, I can't remember who they received because they didn't have Bateman um can't remember who the other receiver was and then the the offensive lineman Daniel Filele that's like six nine. I was like, that man is a monster. A quote from Bladen is, I just spent an entire class watching Tanner Morgan, and that dude can actually ball. And then you call them better. (laughs) And then you call them better than Mac Jones. I stand behind that. And also, you also called them better than Bryce Young at one point. Did I? You did. (laughs) Yeah. W. (laughs) So, yeah. Common, Common me, W, in my opinion. Let's see. I haven't really watched him since. Uh, can he still ball? No, he couldn't ball even when you said he could <laughs> Is he still good? No, man. He never was. Uh, a quarterback who I do think is okay is um, Anthony Richardson, who just came out um, and entered the draft. Richardson is a really interesting one. I think that Richardson... Obviously, he is super raw. He only throws fastballs. He doesn't really throw with touch. He has some bad misses. Um, yeah. <laughs> that, that Those are the problems. He'll take sacks that he probably doesn't need to take. Um, not someone who's like super, super adept at or reading the whole field or anything. But I think that he... I like him more than any of the quarterbacks in last year's class because the guy is jumps off the screen athletically. I mean, the guy is, he'll come into the league with 
with an arm that's in elite elite. It's like it's going to be in that level like Josh Allen. It's going to be in that level. Like he's super talented. Maybe not as good as Josh Allen, but maybe something like Jordan Love, who has a crazy high level arm, or I don't know, something like that. <laughs> I I don't know, but he is a he is a freak at this point. Maybe um maybe Rogers, maybe he's got like a, a Rogers level arm at this point, whose arm is probably not Herbert level anymore. But he's yeah. he's crazy talented. I think that he's got more poise than Malik Willis. I think he's a little like bit. That's, I feel more like that's of kind real. of a low bar. It's a very low bar. Malik Willis to me, when I watched him last year. Like Malik Willis would never do what Richardson did versus Utah, right? Like he's not as Richardson is more composed than Willis was. He reads things out better than Willis did. He Willis wasn't even interested in doing those things really. Willis just wanted to like, you know, run around. <laughs> like truly, he was. He was. I, I mean, I think it's very. There's a reason why the Titans, when he's in the game, don't throw the ball. Right. And like when they ever. do, he doesn't throw the ball. Right? <laughs> like he, there have been times where when you watched him play, he was holding it and you were just like, get rid of, throw it, throw it, no, please literally. fucking throw it. Like what was, throw it, throw it, throw it. They, and and what was the game where it was like a couple around. weeks ago where he took like three sacks in a row, like first down sack, second and 20 sack, third and 30 sack. Right. Like, <laughs> I think people are just going to make the the Willis comparison because Willis was in the last class, super toolsy yeah. but raw, went the third round, and you know didn't look great. In the, but I, I think I think Richardson is a little bit more than that. I think he is like obviously he's not polished, but I, I think that NFL teams are going to like him more than they liked Willis. He's much taller. He's got a bigger arm. He's even faster. Like he is more talented and more composed. So he's gotta like he's gotta go pretty he's gotta go higher than Willis did at the very least. Probably like a full round or two. So yeah, we'll see. I we love see. him. Anthony Richardson on his Felipe Franks arc. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How's Felipe yes. Franks doing, Theo? I haven't seen much of him this year. So yeah. yeah I'd love to see him on the Giants. Um Running, Richardson running. on the Giants. Yeah, I mean, Dable developed Josh Allen, yeah. and even if he doesn't really progress as a passer, they roll out a lot. They split the field in half a lot in New York. They do a lot of read option. They do a lot of motion. They do a lot of QB power and all sorts of... The quarterback running game there is very diverse. John, uh, Daniel Jones has a ton of rushing yards this year. Yeah. You put and a guy he, like Anthony He's Richardson. He's fast, but... Richardson's a more dynamic runner. Right. You put Richardson in that kind of environment where he's rolling out, right? There's a lot of flood concepts. So there's a guy short, medium, and long. And you just yeah. kind of got to pick out who's the most open and put it out towards the sideline. Like that's, that's, there's a lot of that. And that's not so hard. And, you know, if you got the arm strength and can throw on the run, that deep shot off a of play action is very much there for you. So I, I love I, Giants fans are really hyped about him coming out because they want him. And yeah. I know I see why, because that would be a really good fit in my, do opinion. you think they'll have to take him in the first round or it's tough to they, say, cause because they also need a receiver. Like pretty right. bad. It's tough to say if they'll have to take him in the first round. I don't know where his stock is at this point. Right. But I mean, if you like him, you take him. If you like the quarterback, take the quarterback. So, right. We'll see. Yeah, but I mean, it, bro, they need some goddamn receivers, like yes. really bad. And and I don't know who would be available to them in free agency. No one. There's no good <laughs> receivers. But the thing about receivers is they have the highest hit rate of any position past the first round, right? Amon Ross okay, St. Yeah. Brown is a late round draft pick. Uh, who are other top ones in the league right now? Devontae Adams was a second round pick. Tyreek Hill had off the field issues, but he was a late round pick. Uh, Stefan Diggs was a fifth round pick or right. a third. He was somewhere in early day two, I think, or early day three, I think. Um, who else? AJ Brown was a second round pick. Almost all the top guys at that position are not first round picks. So Jefferson was, but yeah. McLaurin He's, was a third round pick. Yeah. 
right? It's, it's, that is the position that has by far the highest hit rate and is the easiest to find, um, after the first round. So yeah, Christian Watson, <laughs> Christian Watson was a second round pick. That's right. He's been Large balling Pickens dog. Was a second he's round been, pick. He's Thielen been cooking. CD lamb was obviously a first Donovan people's Jones. I don't know when he went. Amari but, uh, Cooper was a first round good. pick. DK was a second round pick. Lockett yeah. wasn't a first round pick. Brandon Cooks was a first round pick. I'm just going through all the wide receiver ones yeah. down in my head. T. Higgins was a second round pick. Michael Pittman was a second round pick. You know, Cup was a third round pick. Right. Like all these, all the top quarterback, none of these guys are first round picks. You can find them anywhere, really. Like, yeah. <laughs> Chase, Chase was the first round. Well, yeah, obviously Chase. Yeah, Chase, Chase, and uh, um, Waddle. Yeah, Devontae but those Smith. guys are like they're. It's like those guys were like god tier prospects. <laughs> you take those guys. Yeah, so I, I'm not quite. I'm. I shouldn't say guys. that I'm against drafting wide receivers in the first round or paying them a bunch of money. Um but you can find them. You can, they're, they're all over the place, right? Like the chiefs are really fine without Tyreek. The Packers aren't quite fine without Devante. Um, but they did find Christian Watson in the second round, right? The chiefs also have like the best quarterback in football and the best tight end in football who is right. Just uh, as good as like any top 10, top five wide receiver. Obviously, the Titans traded away AJ Brown, but and and that didn't work out. But Traylon Burks looks great, right? Like Traylon yeah. Burks can probably someday get to that. It took a couple years for AJ Brown to become that. I mean, he was really good as a rookie, but like Burks has been hurt. If he could be healthy, I, I think that Burks could be super, um, be super productive for them right away. And I think a lot of their problem isn't. Honestly, they could have survived the. So John, we could t- let's talk about this. John Robinson got fired today. The Titans, GM. yes, kind of strange considering they're first in the division and all that. <laughs> but right, low, very low bar though. Again, like low hanging, you should win this division, right? But it, I thought it was strange timing when, like, to fire him now. Like, it's not like he was doing a. I mean, we we talked about you like he called the GM of the Titans getting fired on the podcast. Yeah, I, I thought they should blow it up. I didn't think they would fire the GM. I just thought they needed to blow it up, really. Um, but yeah, they they built the team poorly. Like I said, they're, they're built around running the football, and he's missed on all of his lineman picks. Right? They they tried to replace, um, they tried to replace guys like what's his name? He's in Buffalo now. I can't remember. But they've got young players, day two players, starting all along the offensive line, and most of them are not very good. And so, the, yeah. yeah, so that's been kind of the main problem. And now their identity is gone. It almost feels like with, with John Robinson, the, the AJ Brown thing was kind of the, the, cause obviously he traded him away and then they, you just dunked all over him. It kind of feels like that he didn't really let people know that that was happening. That's almost my theory is because Vrabel didn't was mad about it. Vrabel didn't want AJ Brown gone, but he was gone. So obviously the head coach didn't know. Right. And I wonder if ownership knew that that was happening. I, I kind of think the AJ Brown thing took everyone by surprise. I, I think it took us by surprise. <laughs> it took us by surprise. I think it took Vrabel by surprise. And I think um, it took ownership by surprise. And my theory, and my theory is, um, so they were like, okay, you traded AJ Brown away without telling us that better work because we are pissed at you. <laughs> and so then when AJ Brown comes to town and dunks all over you, I almost wonder if like before the season they had that game circled and it's like, we'll see <laughs> if right. your move, like you just put your job on the line doing that without telling us that week is the week we find out if that was a good move or not. And it wasn't yeah. and they got embarrassed and he got fired. And obviously there was a bunch of mistakes you could point to. They drafted that one like tackle who played like three snaps of special teams in his whole career and then got cut and is out of the league. One of the first round pick, like 
probably the worst first round pick of all time, considering like the value they got out of him, even historical busts that could take him in the top five play more than that. Right. Right. Uh, he took Caleb Farley, which they've gotten absolutely nothing out, out of Bud Dupree. When he got signed, I was talking about how that was a bad deal and how he wasn't worth all that money. And he really hasn't been. So there's been plenty of stuff, but, um, I, I really think that he traded AJ Brown without telling him. And I feel like if he doesn't do that, they still have a they still have a case. Maybe he stills around. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's it was a bad move. I mean, that's, that's you should just pay your good players, right? Oh shit, almost fell out of my chair. Um, you just pay your good players, right? You draft a guy, you have him, he's good, his contract comes due, you pay him. That's how this works, right? Especially when they're of such high value, like an elite wide receiver. Even though receivers, we we talked about, yes, you can go and get them in the second round, third round, whatever. The the best ones, you pay them. Yeah, you do, right? The Chiefs are different. They had Kelsey, right? They had another guy they could go to, and they had the best quarterback on the planet, right? They had. Right? They're like, we can make do. You have Tannehill, dog. Get him some... God, you can't be throwing to... Bro, fucking... You, Austin Hooper can't be close to... Can't be leading the team in targets. Right? Like, Robert Woods. Yeah. I don't like, think it was a bad move to fire him. I just think the timing is weird. Well, they're maybe. first. And, and the season's not over. And maybe a little for weird. it to come right after the A.J. Brown game, I, I legitimately think that game... I think there was a lot riding on that in terms of his job. I think legitimately he did it without telling him. And then they were like, it didn't. All right. If you're going to do something that gutsy, it has to work. Right. Yeah. It has to work. Right. No, it does. Otherwise, otherwise you're, you're, if, if you're a genius, if it works, you are the goat if it doesn't. So yeah, that is, that is where I'm at. And I think that that kind of makes the, the rebuild that I was talking about on the podcast a little bit more likely, right? If you bring in a new GM and he looks at the pieces and he looks at the Tannehill thing and he's like, I didn't draft any of these guys, right? Like, yeah. where is this team headed? It's headed in a, either Nowhere. at yeah. best a straight line or at worst a, a dip down as everyone gets older. So I, I think that, I think that a new guy is going to come in and I think they're going to be like, let's, Let's clean let's house. Get some yeah. new <laughs> new faces in this offense, at least. So. I mean, yeah, you you got you got throttled. AJ Brown took that game personal. It was clear. Um, he he made his presence felt. Um, man, also, and I, and I keep talking about how good the fucking Eagles are, man. They're so damn good. They're just like, yeah, actually. We don't respect you to throw the ball at all. So we're just going to stack the box and you're just not going to be able to run the ball on us. Derrick Henry? <laughs> okay. And then they then they gave A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith both over 100 yards. Jalen Hurts threw for three touchdowns. They're the best team in football. They are the best team in football. They're going to reclaim the number one spot in my power rankings this week. That's fair. That's fair. That is fair. Any chance the Cowboys can catch them? I, I do think so. Obviously, the Cowboys just put up a 50-burger on um on the Colts. <laughs> the Cowboys Colts. are also... <laughs> yeah. Cowboys. They're also like that. Cowboys, Eagles, and I, I think... We'll see about the 49ers. We'll see what the Jimmy G situation is. You're talking is. just in the NFC? Yeah, I think... I. I think the Vikings are so average. I, I really don't think they're on the same level of those. Bro, as both those the Eagles, teams. both the Eagles and the Cowboys beat the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I really think they're not. They, not in I the think same. even the like current 49ers without Jimmy Garoppolo would beat the Vikings at this point. I think they're like a very clear fourth in that conference behind those three, even with Brock Purdy, yeah, like even with Brock Purdy. I yeah I don't think maybe I don't I don't know. think the Vikings beat the Dolphins by that much. I think the Dolphins would maybe even beat them. Maybe, so. yeah, because the Vikings defense isn't as good as the Forty ers Oh, not even close, not even close. Right. But 
Yeah. Lamar. Yes. I see some Lamar. Lamar is a bum holding back the Ravens. Oh brother. Yeah. Let's get Tyler Huntley <laughs> MVP Tyler Huntley. That's the narrative. Yeah, we we'll, need to be pushing. we'll see. <laughs> I know Jay is kidding with that, but, um, yeah, I think the Ravens for these past couple weeks, they just have an incredibly ugly offense because of Greg Roman. Um, Lamar had, pl- there were plenty of drops versus uh, uh, it's just typical typical Ravens fashion yeah it's, but, it's, it's the same as it has been for the past two years <laughs> right like nothing has changed so Lamar is a Raven yes Lamar is a Raven he will continue to be I've got to go actually I know this has gone uh, about a little bit short but I've yeah. got to go get I've got to go get a haircut pretty soon here so yeah someone literally commented on the on on the last episode they were like Good Lord, Theo, get a haircut. I know. And, and then, and then <laughs> I'm getting a haircut, not next week, but the following. And I keep brushing so. my hand through my hair to keep it out of my eyes. I just, I have had an appointment for a while. It's just come, um, it's, yeah. it's long, it's a long time coming. I, no one's hair should ever look like mine. Okay. So all the haircut commenters can finally, um, take a, take a W. Get a win here. <laughs> how how are you getting it cut, Theo? I don't even know yet. It's oh, been awesome God. though, most likely. But it's yeah, gonna get a. It's gonna get a, what? It's gonna get a perm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, know. anyway, we'll let Theo go get his hair cut. We'll be back, of course, uh, with a new episode later this week, and we'll do the AMP live. Make sure you download the AMP app by Amazon. Follow Stay Hot. Uh, turn on notifications. We'll be live Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. We'll have an episode dropping that day as well. But until then, thank you all so much for tuning in. And as always, from uh, Bird Boy and Lemon Boy, and hopefully Corn Boy gets better soon, we will catch you all on the Flippity Flop. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.